Welcome everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast. First and foremost, happy Thanksgiving to each and every one of you. I hope you are having a fabulous, heartwarming day, um, doing what you love, whatever version of that is for you. May your heart be full, may your hands be busy, and um, uh, may it be a blessed day for you. Um, I thought I'd snuggle in here, and this is a nice day to get to know you all better and answer some of your crafty questions uh, from my YouTube channel comments, so let's jump in. Oh yes, Sunny is right here. He is right here, right beside me, um, guarding me from squirrels and uh, whatnot, and all is well. Everything is well, Sunshine? Everything is dandy, Mom. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Quick check in there. Um, so, Jodin Pupart asks, where did you get your tree stencil from? Oh, the tree stencil, the tree stencil. Um, it's probably my favorite stencil, um, and I probably paid way too much for it. I do have a link in it, my Amazon shop for it. I found it online when I was in a deep search for the most amazing stencils ever, and I was really into the nature themes, and I came across this one, and... Uh, I use it a lot. You may have heard me say this. I use it a lot. So I feel for me, it was worth every penny. Um, there are a lot of other tree stencils out there, but I've never found one like this one. And it's big enough where you, you can cover the whole page and stencil or just use parts of it and just make little um, little accents of stenciled uh, old. It's, it's really like old tree branches, like crookedy old tree branches, maybe a winter tree where the leaves have all fallen. Um, yeah, I just love that stencil. I don't know. You know how it is where you, you, it's like a favorite sweater. Yeah, it's like my favorite sweater in stencil form. And um, there you go. D. Massey asks, um, is there a difference between Fabri-Tac versus Fabri-Fix? Um, I'm having a hard time finding Fabri-Fix. Love your channel. Um, okay. So I would say uh, probably... Chemically, there may be a difference, but when I did research on it a long time ago, I, it, they're both made by a company called Beacon, and uh, while there might be subtle differences, I, I read an article that said it depends where you sell it. In some stores, it's sold to them as Fabri-Tac. In other stores, like for example, in Joanne's Crafts, it might be Fabri-Tac. In uh, Walmart, it might be Fabri-Fix. Um, but I have found no appreciable difference in using them. I found they work the same. So whatever you can get the best deal on at the time or which one you can find at the time, I would go with that one. And I've also I've tried Beacon 3-in-1 glue, which strangely seems very similar as well. Um, like I said, there might be chemical differences, but I, with paper crafting, I have not noticed a difference. So I hope that helps. Um, the glue itself is not inexpensive, but a little goes a long way. That's why I um, put it in a Sugar Bells icing piping bottle so I get a thinner stream out at the end. It makes it last a little bit longer, and um, you're not over-gluing, which is very easy to do with the nozzle that the glue comes with. Sunny, you're right up here in my grill. What's going on? Uh, you're thinking, oh, you either want a two-handed scratch. I can't give you a two-handed scratch right now because one of them is holding my phone. Um... I can give you a one-handed scratch, but then I can't scroll the questions. What am I? What's what's a what's a crafting mama to do? Okay, we'll 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 bounce back and forth. Okay, whoop whoop. So you have to be careful because Sunny 
will hit my computer my mouse my computer mouse or he'll hit my keypad and he'll change things <laughs> if i'm not attending to his, his his little scratch needs immediately okay here we go and thompson asks uh, do you re-ink your ink pads i highly recommend this so you don't have to work so hard to get ink on your brushes and stamps and um your stamps images will be much clearer. Uh, yes, I do, and Yes, I do. Probably not enough, not frequently enough, and I probably beat the heck out of my stamp pads before I actually think to re-ink them. Um, I am a classic leave the lid off my ink pad person. Yes, I will leave my poor ink pads to dry for days sometimes. Well, at least you know, a couple hours until I come back into the craft room. And sometimes they're bone dry. And, uh, but I do know that the ink is in there and I just have to rehydrate them. And I'll either do that with a spritz of water or a little spritz of water and glycerin. I generally just use water and it seems to reawaken my dry ink pads. Now I have used up an ink pad and it was probably one of my brown ones, either a vintage photo or a walnut stain and the black soot. Probably my brown and black I use the most and I have re-inked those and um, that works great. It brings them back to life, especially if the ink is gone, the ink is gone and you just plumb need more ink in there. And it doesn't matter how much water you're gonna squirt in there, you're gonna get faded images. Uh, Anne is absolutely right. Um, it is less expensive to buy the re-inkers as opposed to buying a new pad every time. Um, although I will just toss my hat into the ring of there's nothing like a fresh ink pad. Yeah, there's nothing like it. And um, when I was starting crafting very early in the day, ink pads to me were very expensive. And I thought, my goodness, uh, but I wanted all the colors. You know, you know, like a jelly bean jar, you just want all the colors. And um, um, today I find that I primarily use just a black, a brown, a pink, a green and a blue. And then all the other ones are just like extra jelly beans, you know, and if I have to, they're in, they're sequestered in a separate drawer across the room. So you know how often I use those other colors. Not very often. Um, but I, I, I do try and encourage myself every once in a while to go over there and get some pretty different colors and play with them because um, that can be fun too. And that's a whole other world of experimentation and using your imagination. And we should just have an ink pad day. Just talk about ink pads and everything ink pad. Um, that would be fun. I'll have to do some research. <laughs> you know? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, I'm notorious for throwing the manual away and not really learning everything about every tool or every product that I have. And I'll just like use it for, you know, my purpose. But really, you can use products in so many different ways. I think it, Tim Holtz is very good at showing how to use his products in multiple different ways. And he has a lot of great the uh, YouTube videos out there showing how to do that. So if you want to see different ways to use the inks in that, I would check out his because he's brilliant and um, he uh, he can definitely uh, open um, doors to new ways to using our inks. Um, let's see. Uh, we have uh, Leanne Stanley asked, do you ever come across old ephemera that has important information on it, like social security numbers? And do you use those page, page, pages or do you destroy them? What is best? Um, 
a lot of the ephemera I find um, does have personal information and um, if I spot it I will try and black out a social security number or something like that most of what I find from people people generally tend to be deceased so um, can people still use information from that probably um, but then again this is in a, like phone books that's public information and you can look up a lot of information on people um, it, I think it would be um, polite and justified to black out social security numbers that would make sense have I missed some I'm sure I have because I if I, I don't technically scrutinize every single bit of information on every piece of paper that would be highly possible I do my best and um, I probably don't destroy the paper um, I probably hang on to it yeah um, and often it is being sold for example, maybe there's a big estate and the family doesn't want all the paperwork and they don't take the time to go through it and destroy everything and then it gets sold in a big box and goes to somebody else. Um, yes, I guess ethically it would be best to either black out or destroy or something like that. Um, it does not happen in a perfect world because we, I handle so a huge volume of information. Maybe I need to look at that. Let me think on that, Leanne. Thank you. Um, Elizabeth Flores. Um, <laughs> did you say if you are feeling extra devilish, really? I may have. I may have said that. Uh, I may have said that. Um, not in a true devil way. Please don't take it that way. I was just more of a in a little stinker way, Elizabeth. <laughs> Uh, Ann Thompson asks, I'm interested in obtaining some of the small pear-shaped pins uh, that you have on the flap of the project at 19 minutes. Um, I don't even know what to ask for in a shop. Okay. I think she's talking about, uh, they go by multiple names. Pear pins, gourd pins, G-O-U-R-D pins, garment pins, and there's another word, um, squash pins I don't know light bulb pins or bulb pins they also look like that and basically those are um, official like technically their main purpose was to hang garment tags on clothing you might recall seeing something like that when you're shopping um, I see a lot of those in Marshalls or TJ Maxx and um, they're the cutest little things and you can buy them by the hordes and I will put a link. Uh, I do have some in my Etsy shop, but um, I would look if you're looking on eBay or Amazon in general for those and you can buy them by the package and get a whole bunch. And, but I'll put a link for you in your question here. Um, okay. Let's see. All right. Purple Poodle Creations asks, where's the information about the Scrappy Contest? Contest. Um, she asks, um, um, uh, I guess she's just asking about the scrappy contest in general. Okay. So here is the scrappy contest information in general. Generally below every video, there's uh, every Friday's video. The information is on the, the craft chat videos on Friday. It's in the description box, but basically in a nutshell, if you want to enter the Scrappy Contest, it's super easy to enter. You just post a comment in the current um, 
scrappy contest video and then the following week I pull from the previous week's comments. You're welcome to comment more than once and there's no real restriction to the comment. You can put whatever you like down there, thoughts, feelings, questions, ideally about junk journals or paper crafting would be appreciated. And uh, that's pretty much it. So that's how you enter. And then if your name is pulled, I do use a YouTube random comment picker and we pick that live on the next week's craft chat. Uh, to pick the winner of the scrappy contest and then you get um, your if you see your name pulled as the final winner then you have uh, till the third following Thursday to let me know you're the winner and um, just send me your address and tell me that you are the winner and I will send you a pile of uh, Pam the Paper Outpost scraps which can be anything from um, sometimes I'm going through and making fundals and I'll come across pages that are just um, you know, they're, they're scraps and not true uh, fundal quality pages. So I will put those in a separate pile. So you're going to get some um, interesting ephemera scraps. And also I use a lot, get a lot of cutoffs from my uh, shipping purposes. So you're going to get um, cutoffs from um, uh, lightweight premium cardstock, plus all of the um, little bits and bobs of scrap paper and uh, who knows what not of everything that I drag into my craft room kicking and screaming. That's right. So it's going to be, I, I, don't know, I think they're fun scraps. I mean, if I had got the thing, I'd be pretty excited because there's a lot of interesting things in there. You get my, might get a little mix of new, a little mix of old. You just never know what's going to end up in the scrappy contest. Okay. We have our next question, which is, uh, uh, Suzanne Katanis asks um, in the craft chat, do you ever think something is a good idea? Then once you've done it, you regret your decision all the time, every day, every five minutes, I would say. And um, that's where the power of crafting comes in, because as a crafter, we are the great improvisers in life and we have the power to craft things so we can take something that isn't looking so great or has no purpose and we can give it a grand um, new image. So think of yourself as a new um, paper image consultant. If you make a um, junk journal page and it's in your book and it's in there and you just don't like the darn thing, you have options. Um, let's you have the power to cover it up. You can come along with another piece of paper and just glue it down and cover up the whole monstrous mess. You can add to it. You can go around with a Stabilo pencil and outline everything and then add a little bit of water and watch the bloom happen and maybe that will look nice. And um, you can also remove the page if you wanted to. You can just take out one page and then add an extend a page onto another one or glue on an extra page to another one so you're not a short page short. Um, you can um, um, put a glue a book page on top at maybe with some pretty font or pretty writing or make a nice aligned note page with your own hand uh, drawn lines, something like that and glue that on top. Um, you can even, if you have like a little bit of a lumpy page and you, like gluing a page won't go well over it, you can um, clear off the area, put some plastic behind that one sheet, cover the entire area, and then you can come with spray paint, acrylic spray paint, and spray paint that page all white. And sometimes things that look gaudy or ugly with too many colors, you can, when they, you spray paint them all white, Oh, all of a sudden it looks kind of dandy. Yeah, kind of dandy. Oh, we got to do that. That's a good video idea. That's a great thing to do for a cover. You can take, um, do an assemblage collage where you take little things like buttons and toothpicks and, and little like beads and bumpy things like flat pack pearls and things like that, whatever you have, even lace and uh, cover your 
uh, place it all on your cover, glue it down on the cover, and then come back and spray the entire cover with white or with blue or, or whatever. And, and it can look amazing, amazing. So it's a unifier. Just some fun thoughts there. Um, all right, we're cruising. Oh, we are doing well today. Are you wiping off the turkey juice and the gravy from your, yeah, you got a spot. You, yeah, you, yeah, you were a little messy. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> we all see it. Oh, we all have it. Oh, look at that. Look down at your own chest, people. There's something there. Is it pumpkin pie? It could be pumpkin pie. All right. Um, Ellen Schlegel asks, love how you turn your quote unquote mistakes. Is there such a thing into opportunities? I love your videos and I would love to see your ideas for making journal toppers. Please tell uh, little Sonny he is missed and that I love seeing his cute little face. Journal toppers. Am I, am I thinking you're thinking journal card toppers? We could do that. We could totally do that. If you're thinking something else, let me know because I'm, I'm, I may be missing it here. But if you're thinking journal card toppers, there's a million and one ways you can do journal card toppers. That would be a video. So are you writing this down, Sonny? Okay, let me, I, I have to write this down. Hold on. Okay, there's another thing that just made me think of, um, we haven't done in a while, is um, how to present your journal once it's done. Now, if you have a journal that is... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Normal book size, which is not giant and clunky. Um, actually, it'll work in, in different ways. But you can, you can sell a little pouch for your journal. And that's kind of a cute way to present it. Um, there's some very easy ways, basic sewing. Um, nothing fancy, done with a few runs of stitches, and you've got a cutie boo pouch to put your junk journal in. And I've made a matching pouch to the cover before, and that was fun. I haven't done that in a long time. I really need to do that. Write that down. Okay, I've got my pen in here, so this is good. Journal pouch for presentation. Um, and you can even have a long strap as if it was a carryover bag and you can tuck your journal in there because maybe you're going to the park and you want to sit there and peruse your journal or write in your journal. Um, or, you know, I don't know. And, and then the person could use it for other things afterwards. That would be fun too. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different things. Okay, we're going back to the questions. Where are we? Okay. A few more questions in here on this glorious Thanksgiving day. Um, all right. Oh, no, I can't do it without the... I need the little mouse. I am mouse dependent. I'm not very good at that finger thing with the, you know, how you use the little uh, pad on your laptop to move the page. I can't do that very well. Okay. Um, I'm old school. Um, Linda, Linda Skinner asks, great ideas. Thank you for sharing. Is the right side of your, the, your brain that is creative? Yours truly is firing the synapses at the speed of lightning. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> you're so sweet, Linda. Thank you. Um, yes, I believe it is the right side of the brain that is creative. Um, and the left side is supposed to be logical. But I would think when you have both sides firing at the same time, life is grand. <laughs> but if only one side is firing, well, there you go. Um, yeah, you never know with, with me which day, what you're going to get when you wake up. <laughs> Who's talking? Um, uh, 
Uh -huh, let's see. Moe's Crafting Corner says, don't mess around with the millimeters. Um, she's, I think, quoting me. Uh, she says, uh, me in Canada metric is the only description shown. What do I do then? Um, you, okay, this is what you do. And, and a lot of the world uses metric, so you're not alone. And I was born in Canada right when we were going through the changeover. That's right. Hi, you were born learning imperial uh, measuring systems. And guess what? At about, you know, uh, when you're about seven or eight years old, we're going to switch everything over to metric. Ha ha ha. You know, I don't, I don't think I learned either. Well, it's very confusing. I think I probably still think more in imperial, like the regular American measuring systems. Um, uh, okay. So this is what you do. You go to your computer and whatever the number is, like if you have um, three sixteenths of an inch for an eyelet, you punch that in and you, you ask, uh, you know, Dr. Google, what is that in millimeters? And it will pop up the answer for you. And you don't even have to do math. That's what I do when it comes to weird little conversions like that. Cause every once in a while you will get that issue come up. And, um, so that's what I do. Yeah. There proof in the pudding. Okay. Um, uh, Robin Meinart asks, uh, love to watch you. Are you planning on doing a junk journal for Christmas? Um, I will probably be doing another junk. Oh, no, I'll be doing another junk journal before Christmas. I'm not sure if it's going to be a Christmas themed journal or it's just going to be, um, a, a journal I happen to do at that time of year. I haven't decided yet. I'm in the, I'm in the state of flux on that one. I'm a big, um, uh, I love to use uh, Christmas elements and I think they're very beautiful, um, but I'll use them all year long and maybe I'll just make them into journal um, cards or things that can be removed from a journal. But I think Christmas, e even in an eclectic journal, splashes of it here and there also bring forth memories and jog information. So uh, I think it's Christmas all year round technically when you're playing with your junk journal but uh, yeah I have made Christmas journals dedicated Christmas journals before and that is that is a lot of fun it really gets you in the spirit um it's fun it's just plain fun I don't know I guess I'm on the fence right now I've got so many journals that are knocking on the inside of my forehead to get out it's scary it's just plain scary what to what to do what to do um okay now Julie Lovejoy asks Hi, Pam. Would you make a video on how you made a new icing bottle for your Fabri-Tac glue? I'd really like to do that. Or maybe you already have a new icing bottle. For how I made a new icing bottle. Okay. Maybe you just want to see me pour it from one to the other. That's a little tricky and that's probably worth a video. I agree. I agree. That's a good point. I will do that in a video and I will write that down. So there you go. I am, that, that will be something we'll all have to watch and see. How not to get glue all over the place when you're doing the transfer. It's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> all right, everybody. I hope this finds you well. Belly full, heart warm, toes curled, and you are happy. Um, we are so appreciative for each and every one of you. And thank you very much for choosing to spend your time here with us, uh, me and Sunbun and the fam at the Paper Outpost. Um, big hugs to everyone. We carry on. We craft on. We go forth. And um, may you find that your fun is simple and create with reckless abandon, everybody. Take care. Till next time. Bye-bye.